Welcome to Na 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 Podcast, the Batman podcast for people who love the future. I'm Danny. And I'm Wallace. And we are watching every Batman movie ever made from 1943 to the present. Wallace, what did we watch this week? We watched a cartoon. <laughs> Called The Zeta Project. The Zeta Project. Wallace is back. I'm back. I'm oh. alive. Yeah. Suspiciously, Jacob is absent this week once again. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Never seen together. Never been in the same room. Oh, so weird. Yeah. He's been on the podcast for like three or four months now. Yeah, we've never done a podcast together. Never met each other. No, it's just, uh, it's fake. Yeah. Um, so how have you been, Wallace? I've been good. I have, uh, I think, a new job since when I was here last. And I, I think we talked about it. I think we? you were, yeah, I think you'd like just started it. Everything's a blur. Yeah. But it's going good. I like it a lot. And uh, I moved. So there are no mice in my apartment anymore. That's right. There are mice new, in my apartment. Yeah. But. You had a new apartment. It's still in Washington Heights, but yeah. new place, bigger place. Bigger place, a block away from where I uh, lived before. Mm-hmm. I moved to the city a year and a half ago with um, literally no furniture. Mm-hmm. So when I moved out of my furnished sublet into this apartment, I had um, a bed that I bought. Mm-hmm. So I'm slowly trying to get furniture so I'm not living out of bags. I know that game. Which is... Uh, Stressful, but good. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I've been good. Um, Carolyn is moving in next weekend. And I'm sorry that I'm not available to help with that. That's fine. We, we, were, we were just planning on the, it being the two of us. Oh, I know. I was being an asshole. <laughs> like, I don't know exactly when that next weekend, but uh, I'm, yeah, I'm am, busy. I am then. busy. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry about that. Yeah. But um, she, she lives in Washington Heights, too, like a, a few blocks from you, I think. So, I Yeah. Know. Hopefully made my last trip. Well, next weekend I'll make my last trip there for a while and not have to deal with schlepping back and forth all the time. God, it's so it's so terrible. That's it's something like with Mackenzie and Sheets at Bay. Like, oh, it's one of those things where you're like, he's even you farther. Just than, need to move in together to make it not obnoxious anymore. Oh yeah, that's a huge part. If yeah. she lived closer, I don't think we'd be moving in together. No, yet. of course you wouldn't. If you were like twenty minutes away, you'd yeah. just be like, no, well, whatever. It's not. It's no big deal. I'll hop back and forth. But yeah. when like, especially when the trains are fucked up, like it took me two and a half hours to get here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, and that's just for the one way trip. And yeah. I wasn't carrying like my stuff for a couple of days. Yeah. So yeah, you just have to. How's Mackenzie doing? He's good. He's in Southampton right now. Uh-huh. Doing shows. He's doing shows? For like two weeks. He works. Doing ballet shows? <laughs> no. Doesn't he do ballet? He does not do ballet. He just likes ballet. He just likes it a lot. Yeah. He um, is stage managing a couple of shows there. Oh, cool. Yeah, so he's, sitting, he's uh, taking two weeks off work, uh, two weeks off of me, which is uh, annoying. But he's going to be back <laughs> on Wednesday. I work uh, Wednesday through Saturday, so I will see him next Sunday. You've got to have been together. Like, this has got to be... If it hasn't happened yet, your one-year anniversary got to be coming soon, right? A year and two months. Oh, shit. Yeah, right? Congratulations. I think we talked about the last time you were on the podcast. We did it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's nice, though, because once you get past a year, like, you don't have to keep up with them anymore. 
<laughs> Wait, you don't have to... Like, I feel like with the first year, like, you're dating someone, it's like, oh, we've been together three months, we've been together six oh, months. Oh, 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 you don't have to keep up the anniversary. With, like, I the milestones. You, had, you like, don't have to keep like, up with the person anymore. Oh, yeah, once like, you did it for a year, yeah. you just, you know, you I don't let them go, anymore. and then, yeah. uh, yeah, whenever they're around, they're around. We'll see each other sometimes. It doesn't matter what he's doing. That's I don't kind know of what dating is like after a year, to be honest. Yeah, we'll see you when I see you. Yeah. Text me pictures of dogs. There was a very cute dog on the train on the way here. Oh, yeah? Yes. It was this big old pit bull wearing a t-shirt, like a human t-shirt that's owner had cut off, so like it was like a crop top. Uh-huh. It was just super cute. Let me show you. Uh, uh, Carolyn is really into corgis. She's like obsessed with... That's you can see the choice. corgis that have already started to accumulate around here. Uh, for our six-month anniversary, she got me a little bat corgi. A little bat corgi? Oh, yeah. my God. It's a little corgi dressed like Batman. It's very cute. Yeah. I like corgis. Corgis are a good choice of dog. I like all dogs that have body types similar to mine, where they're like mostly <laughs> sausage, sausage shaped and short arms and legs. So like, corgis, I'm on team corgi. Kenzie does not like corgis. He doesn't? No, he's weird. Who's against corgis? Like he actively doesn't like them or no, he, just like, he doesn't care? like he doesn't like particularly care for them. Oh, okay. We're a French bulldog household. Ah, oh, I see. We uh, follow like probably upwards of forty French bulldogs on Instagram. Are those the ones that like shouldn't exist? They don't. Yeah, they're and like they can't give yep. birth to. Correct. Yeah. They have to have C-section, yeah. C-sections, and uh, we are gonna save up and buy one because <laughs> buy one of these monsters. We want to buy. We want a Frankenstein an animal that we have to pay thousands of dollars <laughs> in medical bills for just because it's so cute. Yeah, they they can barely stay alive. Yes, they, they can barely. Breathe. It's like having a member of the Habsburg royal family in your house that you're in charge of. But I'm here for it. Yeah. yeah. It's really cute. And there's no weird chins like the Habsburgs. That's mm. uh, hemophilia? Uh, I don't think actually hemophilia. But, um, Am I thinking the right royal family? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, hemophilia is actually through most of them because all they did was inbreed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, I just <laughs> I made a, a obscene gesture. The, yes. That's a good thing for a podcast. Just do a lot of hand gestures. Exactly. Well, it'll be like a mind podcast. Yeah. Oh, how We should do like a reverse podcast where just all video and no audio and just for deaf people. Oh. It's a podcast for the deaf. Or also, it would be really popular on Facebook because you wouldn't have to like click on it to make it play the sound to watch the video. So There you go. That's what I'm here for, marketing ideas. Yeah. That's or we could just do a book. This is pretty much what we're... Books, yeah. Books we're, we're kind of already filling What we were niche. doing is describing yeah. this book. <laughs> uh, yes. So we basically just described the process of reverse engineering an audiobook. Yeah. But it's great. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing a great job. Yeah, hey, I started a new... Or I started a new job Monday. Yeah, it's so exciting. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, customer service still. Same, same basic thing, but... Um, new company, more money, much shorter commute, mm-hmm. and no gun in the office. Well, I mean, it's not all winning. Yeah. <laughs> so. You can bring your own gun. Yeah. It's a Hopefully. BYOG office. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't talked to him about the gun situation, but I'm assuming no gun. I mean, it's always better to ask forgiveness than permission, sure, right? Sure, sure. You know, no Brian, though, which is a double-edged... It really is hard. Yeah. Because I am going to miss hearing his stories of, like, him... Yeah, we had, it was a nice note to go out on because there was some good Brian activity my last day. Oh, please share. Yeah, we were talking about, um, he's a, a very obese man, but he's lost some weight in the last six months or so. Good for him. Yeah, and he 
claims to be like a little over six feet and we're saying there's no way that's true. He's like, no, no, because I've lost all this weight, my posture's gotten better, so I'm much taller now. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not a thing. It does make your dick look bigger, though. Yeah. That is a science fact. So we, uh, we measured him. He's about 5'11", so he's under six feet. Then we looked at his shoes, and he has these enormous shoes on. We measured him, and he's actually like 5'9". So he's way off on his You head. know what? How tall am I? I don't see. Like, probably like six foot in yeah. lifts. I don't know. I mean, he actually, instead of that, well, I'm still going to tell him from six feet because I'm just rounding up. Right? He's, he's, he's dolls all in his height. Yeah. Just round up three I inches. I identify as a six foot tall <laughs> so I would appreciate if you recognized me that And he got so defensive. He's like, well, I don't care. I'm still, I'm still the tallest person out of all my friends. I'm still the tallest of my friends. My friends tell me I'm tall all the time. He doesn't have friends. <laughs> He's fooling none of us. There's just like a very Trump thing. Like, people tell me all the time how tall they am. But how fucking weird would that even be? Like, if you were friends with someone and you told them that how tall they were all the yeah. time. Like, unless they're like freakazoid tall. Yeah, six feet is not unusually no, tall. If you're like over six, six, or like I knew somebody who was six, ten. Yeah, That's tall enough people, you might comment on. People, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's but, tall enough you can't safely ride the subway. Yeah. Six, you don't fit inside. Six feet is like above average, but it's not like unusually tall. Right. Like I'm, I'm six feet. Yeah, That's, I don't think it's that tall. Yeah. I don't know. Mackenzie's like not six foot tall. <laughs> also, I am not six foot tall. Right. I can name so many people who are not. Six I don't know why you're commenting on that we're not six feet. It's well, just not helping your case. Because I can't remember. I was gonna. I was trying to think like about how tall he is. Because I know he's taller than me, but he's not that much taller than me. I'm like six feet and like half an inch. You would never look at me and be like, man, that guy's so tall. Well, you'd never be like, oh, that guy's six feet and half an inch. Yeah. Like, I'm five, six and a half. And sometimes I do say that because I would love to be five, seven. <laughs> I'd love to be five, eight. I'd love just like an extra inch to like spread everything out a little bit more. A little reach, <laughs> reach higher. Hey, you're pretty tall for a woman. Yeah, six, I'm like, six, I'm, I'm five, sixes. Is, yeah, that's yeah. tall. Yeah. Works for me. Yeah. Taller than most of the girls I work with. Sure. I work with like three girls who are like under five two. I used to work for this woman who was six three. Oh. It was so weird having a woman who just towers over me. I'm not used to to that. See, uh, she kind of reversed the whole seventy cents to the dollar thing. Yeah. With your height. <laughs> exactly. Thirty percent more person. Yeah. Than you. Men get women get an extra three three get inches. Three per, inches. Yeah. <laughs> um, you get that seventy cents, so it all works out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Would you rather be three inches taller or make 30% more? 30% more. Yeah, that's, that's a dumb question. Not even a good question. <laughs> I don't know why. You, who's going to say three inches taller? Maybe like a little person. Maybe. I, I don't know. Three inches is not that significant of a difference. That If you're a little person, you're still going to be a little person with three inches What taller. if you're like a borderline little person? What if you're like the gray area between little people and regular people? I mean, you'd still be very short if you're... Just three more inches. Yeah, but maybe you could like use normal toilets and stuff. Like if Danny DeVito were three inches taller, he'd still be very short. Danny DeVito is perfect the way he is. <laughs> you know how I feel about Danny DeVito. He's a treasure. He is my secret best friend who yeah. does not know he's my best friend. Hey, speaking of secret things, Batman Beyond, the Zeta Project. This is a Batman podcast. Let's talk about that. The, we were hiding the lead there. Yeah. yeah. 
That's this a secret Batman. thing. That's a that's a transition. This is Batman. Yeah. <laughs> so Zeta Project uh, was a show we were supposed to talk about. I, I plugged completely the wrong things on the last episode. I said I was going to try wow. to. I, I went out of town and I was going to try and get this uh, Nightwing bonus episode, do some Nightwing fan films. That didn't end up happening. I said if we didn't do that, we would come back and record an episode about the uh, about Batman Beyond the movie. That movie does not exist. I looked it up. I was certain there was one. There's not. There's, you are a liar. Yeah. There's Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, which we did uh, last week. And I could have sworn that they put like the first three episodes of Batman Beyond together and did it as like a home movie release. Right. Never did it. It did not happen. So instead we're talking about the Zeta Project, which is a spinoff of Batman Beyond. Got it. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen either Batman Beyond or The Zeta Project? No. Okay. Because I watched a lot of Batman cartoons when I was a kid, but I yeah. don't remember. The girl in this looked really familiar to me, but I think she looks like all cartoon animated characters. It could time. be. Yeah. Like, uh, but no, I've never seen this. His, I liked his costume. The yeah, the the purple trench coat. Yes. Whose costume? Batman Beyond or, or Zeta? Zeta. Okay. Did you watch both episodes of Century? I did, okay, yes. Okay, good. good. But I got <laughs> confused for a second. I was like, wait, what? No, yes, I watched both of them. Okay. So it starts off, let's talk about the Batman Beyond episode where Zeta is introduced. It's uh, just called Bat, it's called Zeta. That's the name of the, the episode. Keeping it concise. Keeping it concise. Yeah. Uh, it starts off, Batman is in class. And his teacher, is, this is the Terry McGinnis Batman, not Bruce Wayne. Um, Batman is in class. His teacher is lecturing about genetics and the similarity between identical twins. Batman's friend Max raises her hand and asks, what about free will? We can choose our own lives. And the teacher's response is just word for word what's on this computer screen. To be fair, I've literally taught, like, I've been in college classes that were exactly like that. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know that that's a sign that this person is an evil alien robot thing. Right. The setting for this is, because they're supposed to be in high school, not college. But it it's looks college. like a college classroom. Yeah. It's like a lecture hall. Everyone has a computer. There's no bells. Yeah. Like. Which I guess is futuristic to have high schools become colleges. I guess it's, it's a commentary on how having a, high school, <laughs> having a bachelor's degree is the new GED. It's true, but... Yeah. Um, Batman Beyond takes place in 2039, I think. We'll be this there is, before you know it. Yeah, Unless 20 years the world from now. Is blown up. Right. Um, so, the after school, a bunch of construction workers uh, just attack the teacher. They call her Zeta. And the, the teacher is like this kind of heavyset, dumpy, older woman. She jumps on top of a car and reaches through her sweater. Not like under her sweater, but through. Puts her hand through the sweater. And she pulls out a gun and starts shooting at them. And uh, they blow up the car, which I, I love that the... Um, did you catch the license plate? Yes. On the, uh, what was it? Love to Teach? Yeah, Love to Teach. Yeah. <laughs> nice little touch. I do. I was like, this is a crazy thing that's happening right now. Because I, as you know, know very little about Batman. So mm -hmm. I was like, just watching this. And I was like, there's one, no way that person can run like that. Yeah. Even in a cartoon. Right. That woman... Yeah, she's doing things that are, like, not... A human being could not do, let alone a 
heavy set older heavy set middle aged woman with yeah. a mom haircut. Yeah. And she's cardigan. Jumping on top of cars and just running and um, shooting and um, and the this car chase ensues and then the teachers reveal to be a robot. Batman saves some people and the, the robot runs away and there's like a hologram that comes up and the robot looks like a different person. Um, the guns in this kind of bother me. Because they, they they're lasers? Not, not bullets? Laser, well, laser, I guess that's a thing. That I, that's like a thing in cartoons from this era because it, it seems less violent if they're lasers than if they're bullets. Oh, I just thought it was because it was easier to like... Oh, it could be that To too. show what was happening... But they bother me because they do this thing where there's like two barrels, and there's like uh, a barrel above and a barrel below the hand. Yes. And like that's not, you're just going to be shooting all around the target. You yeah. Can't, you can't aim with that. Yeah. It's like a weird Wiimote, but for guns. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which I, I guess they're just trying to look sci-fi. Yeah. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Guns have not changed that much in like the last 500 years. Like somebody from... 500 years ago could show up today and you'd recognize a gun. Oh, and he'd he'd be like, man, these are really fucking easy to use now. Yeah. Whereas if you flipped it around the other way, most people who can use a gun now, uh, i.e. everyone, yeah. would not successfully use a gun from 100 years ago. Yeah, they were much harder to use. But the, I mean, the, but the shape is still oh. identifiable. Yeah, it's still gun-shaped. Yeah. They're not going to change in 20 years to be a totally different shape and be way less accurate. Well, also, there was, like, those the guns were stupid because there was no, like, body to it, so there was nowhere you could, like, put ammunition. There was, yeah. like, there was nowhere to load it. It was just, like, a weird handle. Maybe there's some kind of, like, battery cartridge But they're lasers, not bullets. That's what I'm saying, is it just needs, like, a battery. Cause it's Are lasers, lasers battery-powered? I guess. I don't know anything about lasers. If you know about lasers, let us know if they can be battery-powered. Maybe you just, like, plug it in, and you just gotta charge it up. Oh, like a Prius. Yeah. 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 It's an eco-friendly laser gun. And when you have, like, lasers, like, laser pointers, those just run on batteries. That's true. Yeah. But you can't kill someone with a laser pointer. I think it's the same idea, it's just, like, a more souped-up version. It's just more bigger. That's yeah. all. That's all. It's more a more bigger, bigger laser. More bigger lasers. More laser, more big. You got it. <laughs> um... So the the robot runs away. Then Commissioner Gordon, the the daughter of the original Commissioner Gordon, this is Barbara Gordon, the former Batgirl. Uh, she and her police force investigate a house, and they find the dumpy teacher tied up. This government agent talks with Gordon as uh, Batman spies on them, and uh, which was weird and made me uncomfortable. <laughs> He's just, just invisible there. Yeah. He's not really, like, hiding or anything or crouching around. He's just kind of standing He's just invisible, invisible. like, standing behind her listening. Yeah. But she knows that he's there. So it just makes it so much weirder that he feels the need to be invisible. I did like that power option, though. I was like, cool. Cool. I wish I had a button I could push to become invisible. Yeah, that'd be cool. I do it all the time. Think about it. You could pick your nose anywhere you wanted. (laughs) You're just standing there and you go invisible and pick and your nose, then you just... Then you pop back, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But then people would associate just going invisible with nose picking, and it would have the same, like, social stigma. Right. Yeah. But what if you didn't... You could do anything, not just pick your nose. You couldn't come back right away, though. You'd have to go invisible and stay invisible for a while, and, like, come back someplace more discreet. 
I feel like I would just use it to leave parties without saying goodbye to people a lot. Oh, that'd the be ultimate great. Irish exit. That'd great. be great. Invisible. Get out of there. I hate that. I hate not knowing who to say goodbye to at parties. Right. And like, oh, I don't see this person. Yeah. I could be rude if I don't say goodbye to them. The worst thing is when you're just trying to find one person to say goodbye to. And, like, you ask someone, hey, have you seen so-and-so? Start talking. Oh, I think I saw them over there. And you go over there, and this repeats while you go through someone's whole apartment or the bar or whatever. Yeah. Until you never say goodbye to them, you just get fucking mad and leave. Yeah. At my old job, we would, all our desks were together, and then the time clock is, like, the floor above us. And so we all say goodbye, and then we have to walk to the time clock at the same time. Yep. It's like, uh, bye again? Yeah. And then sometimes we end up in the train together. It's like, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. I just want to listen to music and not have to talk through the whole train ride. Um, my last class at UCB, I had a girl in my class who actually like got on and off the train to the same spot as the stop as me. Mm-hmm. And there was a day that I was going, I was on the train going to class, and I saw her on the platform, and I like intentionally like went out of my way to go into another train car. Yeah. Because I just don't. There's so much pressure, like of an yeah. hour to like talk to somebody and like. Oh yeah, when it's no. that long. Right. Like it's. Once in a while, like, I'm in the mood, and I run into somebody, and it's nice. Yeah. But, like, if I know it's going to be, like, a long conversation, sometimes I just don't want to deal with it. Right. It's also weird, like, when you bump into somebody on the train, because you don't know how long the conversation's going to be. Yeah. So it could be someone you actually really want to see, but they're only going to stops. So then you get into a conversation, and then afterwards you feel like, oh, they kind of, like, it would have been better not to talk to them. Or you could see somebody and, like, only have a couple of things you want to say, but, oops, it's going to be 15 stops because they don't tell you, like, oh, I'm getting off in 12 stops. Yeah. I'm getting off in five stops. Yeah. I've, I've had that happen so many times. I just see, it's something I know well enough that I feel I have to say hi to them. Yeah. And then we're just standing there like, oh, I don't have anything else to say to you, but I I can't just but not acknowledge you. Manners dictate hour. that we can't just pretend not to know each other. Now. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, invisibility would be great. Uh, so the government agent is explaining that Zeta is an assassin robot who's gone renegade, and they think that terrorists might have reprogrammed it. So the government agent leaves Gordon, and uh, Gordon starts talking to Batman, saying that she believes that the robot is at the school for a reason. Max is on the computer, and Batman's girlfriend Dana shows up, talking to her about going to a study group. Max refers to their friend win as a girl by mistake and Dana laughs and says win is a boy and then uh, Max goes back to this factory and it, and the other Max is uh, tied up and it turns out the first Max was Zeta and that's why Max made the mistake about the gender gender is a construct <laughs> that's all and also the way those boobs were drawn really bothered me because they're so unrealistic and they're like weirdly well defined for a cartoon yeah and they're like, well, they're just so, like, boobs that big on someone who's that thin mm-hmm. would not look like that or also be football-shaped. Yeah. It's just for someone, she was dressed, like, relatively conservatively, but there's so much cleavage, even though there should not be cleavage. Right. Like, you could, her whole top was covered, but the boobs were, like, very yes, individualized. Yes, like, undershirt cleavage. Yeah. 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 Cartoons, man. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> yes, we took the same thing away from that comment. Yeah, right. I'm gonna eat this cheeseburger. Now. Go for it. I um, never dictate that I shall. Yeah, podcasting. Um, 
so Zeta has Max tied up in this factory, and uh, uh, let, let's talk about what Zeta looks like in this, because this is going to be, Zeta changes. Mm. Um, but Zeta right now is like a silver robot, some black and green splotches here and there, and it's got kind of a U-shaped head. Yeah, it looks like the thing that your dentist makes you bite to take a mold of your teeth. Yes. Yes, that's a great comparison. That's what Zeta's head looks like. Mm -hmm. And it does not look... I mean, the body's like humanoid, but the face is not humanoid at all. There it's, is no face. Yeah, there's no face. You can't project like human emotions, human feelings. Mm -hmm. It's very much a robot. Yes. Um, then it cuts back to, uh, to Max, where Zeta pretending to be Max at the school doing some soldering. And she agrees to hang out with Batman, but he's suspicious. He says he's going to see her after school. Right. Uh, Max slash Theta goes back to the factory, and Zeta has brought Max her favorite food, kind of sandwich. I think it was salami and cheese. Something like that, like salami Just and Swiss. A good sandwich. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of like that, that Zeta picks up on, because Terry said something about that being her favorite food. Yeah. So Zeta brings this to her. Up until this point, all we've seen is Zeta is a killer, monster, assassin, right. robot. Yes. This is raising some questions about whether that characterization is accurate. Yes. Also, we skipped over the part where she like misgendered the person, and then Zeta comes back and is like, go through everyone you know, tell me everything about them yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you fucking imagine having to sit down and tell someone every person that you know? Yes. And things about them? Yeah. Especially in high school where you have, like, some kind of a relationship with, like, everybody. Yeah, exactly. Like, you... There's so many people in high school who weren't my friends, but, like, I, I know them. It's like Facebook, but in real life. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Go through your entire Facebook, tell me about all these people. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, especially, like... I work in a job where we have a bunch of regulars, so we actually get to know them. Mm -hmm. If I had to do that, it would take me at least an hour just to go through customers. Yeah. And I don't even know those people, really. Yeah. And Zeta's looking kind of sinister in that moment. His claws are kind of, yeah, her hands are kind of claw-like. Right. Kind of sharp-pointed. Very different from the sandwich bringing Zeta. Yes. Um, so Zeta explains to Max after he's brought her his favorite food, her favorite food. Um, that he doesn't wish to kill anyone. And Max convinces it to get rid of its many, many guns. Yeah, it's got, got a eight lot guns. of guns. It just is just full of slots for right. guns. And just pops them all at one at a time and drops them in a garbage can. Mm -hmm. Did you think that... Which is dangerous. You just left guns. That's what happened at your old work. Yeah, yeah. That's why there's a gun in the closet. This killer robot just left it there. Right. Did you feel like it, Zeta surrendered its guns? Because the, the dialogue was kind of... Um, hokey. What's that? Hokey. A little bit hokey. Yeah. And, and it was also Zeta saying he doesn't want to kill anymore. And Max is like, well, why do you have all these guns? And he's like, well, people are trying to kill me, so I've got to be able to defend myself. And Max is like, you can find another way. He's just like, okay. Just like he's so yeah. willing to, to go along with this. Right. Do you think it's because he like by nature has a program that's like made to like take orders i think that could be i think it's more that they only had a half an hour mm -hmm. and they got to move absolutely very right. quickly i think if they had done this as like a full hour 
maybe some of this could have been better paced if they made this like a two-parter. Yes. No, I agree with that. Um, so Batman busts in and tries to beat up Zeta, and Max begs them to stop. Mac, uh, Zeta beats up Batman, and he like pushes him onto like this conveyor belt of this factory that's just dropping molten acid. They're making microchips, yeah. but I don't think that's how you make microchips. Yeah, <laughs> and also this is not a good place to hold someone hostage in like a operating like working factory. Right. Yeah. Like people are going to be coming by. People work here. It's not even like an unused part of the factory. Like yeah. It's in the middle of everything. Yeah. Everything's going on here. Um, so he pushes Batman onto this conveyor belt, and it, the molten goop is like about to drop onto Batman, but Zeta saves him just as the government agents burst in. Zeta uh, grabs the uh, this piece of machinery where all the goop is coming down. He just like rips this gigantic, like like one-story tall machine off and just puts it on his shoulder and like, plugs it into his chest and is blasting the government agents with it. And uh, Batman and Zeta escape, and Zeta explains what he is, uh, and that the, the terrorist he was sent to kill, the last one was an, an accountant, not a terrorist, but his associates were terrorists, but he was an accountant. Yeah, I was like, hmm, that, that seems was, a little sketchy to me. That was a weird note. Is he's just an accountant. Is he an accountant for terrorists? Is that what they meant? Why do terrorists need an account? What are they doing? Paying taxes on all the stuff they steal? <sighs> I guess they gotta keep track of their money still? Just like get. It's just put in your bank account. This is 20 years in the future. Yeah, just use your QuickBooks. Your bank account's gonna do it for you. Use QuickBooks. How complicated are your finances? I still, I'm like, he was not just an accountant. Like, <laughs> Maybe Zeta's just not that good at his Yeah, job. I guess. I mean, you're just not just casually friends with a group of terrorists. Yeah. Maybe Zeta, I mean, he's, if he's so willing to go along with whatever anyone tells him, maybe the guy's just like, no, I'm an accountant. So, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. My <laughs> Batman. <laughs> I'm not a terrorist. My friends are terrorists. <laughs> I'm just holding these guns for a friend. Me? No, I would never. My friends... I can't comment on what they do. But. Yeah. But, uh, and he says that even though uh, this this guy was an accountant, it's, it's almost like they didn't need that line. So he says he doesn't even care that the guy wasn't a terrorist, that he was still willing to kill him. Right. But he infiltrated his life, and as part of his program, he's supposed to like, take over the guy's life to get in there and mm -hmm. hide his existence. And he got to know the guy's family, and he saw... Uh, his daughter riding the bike for the first time, and he, he started to feel compassion. He couldn't deprive his, this guy of this. But also, he's living this other guy's life. He's like, oh, he missed his daughter like riding the bike for the first time. I was like, that's a fucking dick move, man. <laughs> like, you've got him held hostage, and you're like going through all these emotional moments with his child, and yeah. good for you for learning not to kill people, but that's really shitty. Yeah. I mean, on the scale of things, though, he was sent to kill the guy. That's true. So just... How he... long did he have him tied up before he realized, like, you know what I'm saying? That's a good question. You'd think you'd just kill him right off the bat. Why is he holding him hostage? And I also don't really understand what the robot purpose of, like, oh, well, so you're going to go kill this person, so go pretend to be them. 
they said some line about how he's an assassination infiltration unit. So maybe he's trying to get in with the terrorists and figure out who all the terrorists are and kind of... Oh, so then he can become them? And also kill them all off if they don't know who they are or where they are. He just knows this guy's associated right. with some terrorists. That's a dangerous game. Yeah. Well, that's why they send a robot to do it. Obviously, it's not a good game for the robot either. Yeah, I guess so. Stop trying to kill people. It's a bad. <laughs> that's kind of the message of the show. Yeah. It's the message of Batman. Yeah. Uh, Max, uh, 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 Batman and Max are arguing, and Batman argues that violence is hardwired into Zeta, and Max disagrees. Uh, I, I kind of like that this this ties back in, like the initial scene of the, the nature versus nurture and the, the teacher saying identical twins do all this, and the genetics program she and Max is saying, no, I have free will, I can do whatever I want. And, I, I mean, ultimately this is a kid's show. Yes. And, and so it can only go so far. But for what it is, that's kind of a heady question. Yeah, it's the question of Batman. It's Not, the question of Batman? Of, yeah, it's the question of Batman, nature versus nurture, like... Would Batman, by nature, have grown up with such a, uh, with such a strong sense of justice that he would have felt the need to act uh, as a vigilante, whereas nurture and circumstance set him up to be Batman? I guess that's true. And uh, it's there in a much more literal sense that Z is explicitly programmed for this thing. Right. And does he have the ability to go against this literal programming? And does he... I, I don't know. It, it raises some interesting questions about do you have the, the... What is your duty? What is the moral obligation you have here? Yeah. To the... Um, well, it'll, it'll come to that in a few minutes. I'll, I'll, I want to get more into some questions I had. But... Um, Max says that she, that Zeta can, can go against his program and can choose not to kill. And she suggests to Zeta that he make a new identity. And he kind of makes an amalgamation of all the, the other holograms he's put on and all the people he's pretended to be. And so he comes up with this super douchey looking... Oh my god, I was like, that's what you picked? <laughs> yeah. You could be anyone. And that's, you go with this uh, teenager with kind of a, almost a mohawk type... Mm -hmm. Like kind of a faux hawk thing, and like red wrap around sunglasses, and like a red trench coat. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I mean, that was my first like my gut reaction of just like, what? Yeah. Like if you told me I could look like anybody in the world, mm -hmm. I that would be like me picking a mom from like Wisconsin from ten years ago wearing like a knitted vest and like mom jeans and yeah. a perm. Yeah. It would be a weird choice. Right. You're just like, what? Yeah. I can understand you don't want to be Brad Pitt and you're supposed to be being discreet and right. you don't want to stand out. But right. You don't have to look like a douche either. Yeah. Also, he was the only person wearing those kind of clothes. Like, yeah. Whenever we had crowd scenes later, everybody right. else was dressed like really normally wearing a lot of neutral colors. Some of the sunglasses. I saw people with yeah, yeah. similar sunglasses. Yeah. And the, the government guys wear the same sunglasses, but yeah. in lime green. Right can't imagine having to look through line green all the time. Yeah, it's not sure. Um, so, they, he's going to, the plan is now, he's, he's made this new identity, he's going to make a new life for himself, 
and um, the reason he was soldering some stuff before, he, he has come up with this thing to uh, mask his home and deacon so the government can't find him, and he's off to, to make his new life. There's this little moment I, I really like where Max hugs him, and her arms go through his coat. Oh, yeah. I thought that was well done, but yeah. they're acknowledging still that it's a hologram. It's not, he doesn't actually have clothing there. Yes. And Which means he never has to do laundry. Oh, that'd be so great. Such a lucky robot. <laughs> if you could just wear a hologram and you'd just be naked all the time, but yes. no one would know you yes. do it. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. It's honestly the perfect situation. That sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. You're like Emperor's New Clothes, but no one knows you're naked. Yeah, like a reverse Emperor's New Clothes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Emperor's Old Clothes. Emperor's no clothes. <laughs> Emperor's no clothes. But also, you'd have to stand on the train, because if you sat naked on the train, that would be gross. You know it would be gross? It would be bad if it got cold. Oh, that's true. Would the holograms keep you warm? No, I don't think so. You're, that makes sense. Yeah. Because they're visual projections. They're yeah. not a sweater. Mm-hmm. And what if somebody like, bumped into you and they could feel like, Oh, that feels like a dick there. His pants feel dick-shaped. Oh, fuck. This guy I used to go to college with put a picture up today of him and his boyfriend. His boyfriend's pants are so tight that I could literally see the outline of his dick. <laughs> and I was like, I don't need to know you that well, sir. Yeah. Put on pants that are maybe less tight. Uh-huh. A little less of that, please. <laughs> no. I don't know. You're poking holes in this plan. Girls are lucky. They don't have to deal with that. Dicks are always trying to, to escape from pants. Boobs. But it's more acceptable. Everyone knows your boobs. You can see your boobs, and that's fine. You can see the outline of boobs. I guess that's true, especially with, like, nipples not being so, like, taboo now. Yeah. But it's expected that you're, you're not supposed to hide the fact that you have boobs. Yeah. Dicks are gross, though. <laughs> they're, they're, like, objectively, like, weird-looking. Yeah, nobody likes dicks. No, I mean, I like dicks fine, but they are weird-looking. You just want, don't have to see them. Yeah. Just, like, casually. Like, a, like a flaccid penis is a little weird to look at. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight you on that one. It just is. It's like, it is. You're just like, oh. I think generals in general are weird. Yeah. I, we should all just be, like, just Ken dolls Barbie and Ken. smooth. <laughs> Slip and slides. Yeah. That feels like it should be the norm. But alas, well then, but then what we do for fun? Think about before there was electricity. Well, you could have, you could just like paste them on there. And just your norm is nothing, but then when you need it. Oh, okay, so it's like a pair of shoes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I kind of like the idea of that. Yeah. It would be better if like dicks were inside of you and then when you wanted them, they'd pop out. Oh, that'd be so much better. Because like lady parts are... Concealed. We have concealed carries. Yeah. For our genitalia. Oh, that's, that would be so much better. Yeah. You guys are in open carry state all the time. Oh. You can just... It, it sucks. Like, you, you, anytime... Women can, like, get turned on in public and, like, nobody knows. Right. Guys, everybody knows. Yes. If you get a boner, you can't hide that. Yeah. That... I... Jesus Christ. Thank God I can't get invisible boners. High school would have been real hard. Yeah. Sorry. You... You guys, there's a there's a Wanda Sykes bit she does about um, how she wishes she could like take off her vagina so that 
you're like safer in public places like as a girl yeah you could go running at night because you don't have to worry about getting raped because uh sorry i left my vagina at home <laughs> yeah didn't they come up with something in like south africa where it's like a like a rape prevention um almost like a like a like a tampon like a um the one thing with the teeth yeah 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 yeah, yeah i don't i guess you could put that in but you're still getting raped yeah. And also, now you're stuck to that person. I think it's stuck inside you. I think it like comes off. Wow. It's it's almost like a like a condom shaped thing that you you insert inside yourself, and if somebody sticks their dick in, it's like a barbed. It's got all these barbed spikes that like just stick on to to them, and I assume they pull it out when they withdraw, and then they have to get it like surgically removed. Jesus. He's a fucking rapist. Let him... No, I'm just trying to, like, I'm imagining a world. Like, I would be scared to have something like that inside of me because if you took it out, how do you not Ooh. stick yourself? Yeah. Is it like you just wear it until you get raped or do you have to, like, find something to stick up there? Like, when you have to, like, in cartoons <laughs> when they set off a bear trap? You just stick, like, a broom handle Exactly, up there. yeah. Or just something to, so it bites onto that instead of your finger. Or, like, you forget that you have it in there. And then you have regular sex? Yeah. Yeah. Or you don't have, you try to have regular sex. Well, yeah. Doesn't last very long. Yeah. Sorry, this usually never happens to me, but uh, <laughs> I forgot to take off my weird rape thing. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm sorry, this has never happened before. I never have my vagina full of fish hooks. I left my fish hook condom in. So, I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, do you hate me? Do you hate me? <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> oh my god. I was talking about this with uh, with Carolyn last night about the idea of she said that she has uh, been out with a guy and it's going well. She makes it back to the guy's house and sees that his bed is just a mattress on the floor mm-hmm. and just left like at that point. Yeah. Have you done that? Yeah. I don't think if I made it all the way to a girl's house, there's there's not much that would stop me at that point. Yeah. Well, here it's, I think it's harder because like. I don't want to go on the train. <laughs> but like when I was driving and stuff, absolutely. Yeah. One time though, I went over to a guy's house and I should have left, but I didn't. It was one of those cases of like, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I don't like your dog. He was like, <laughs> yeah, one of those cases. Grandma's. One of those things we we've all happened. I like your dog, so I guess we're just bad. Dogs here. get me. So just. <laughs> but I like went over and he lived in his grandma's basement Ooh. and on like just a mattress and a box spring on the floor and like just there was it wasn't even like like it was a finished basement but it was so messy that uh-huh. like it looked like it wasn't and there was like no comforter on the bed or anything it was just like sheets Ooh. and it was so gross and I ended up sleeping there and the dog who I really liked fucking ate one of my favorite bras Ooh. and I was just like mm, never again never again I had a date with this girl years ago that just this moment that I know it already was not a great date. It had not been going that mm-hmm. well. Right. And But it hadn't gone badly enough that you were like, I'm going to go. Yeah, it was good enough that I was like, yeah, if she wants to keep going with this, I'll keep going with this. Yeah. And then we got done with dinner, and we had talked about going to see a movie, but like the movie at the time just didn't line up or something. Yeah. And... So I'm like, uh, you want to go back to my place and just watch Netflix or something? And she, I was living with my mom at that point, and she knew I was living with my mom at that point. So she's just like, you want to come over to my mom's house? Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna call my mom and tell yeah. her to come over. So yeah. I'm gonna make some pizza rolls. <laughs> and there's just like something in her eyes just died. I'm like, no, this yeah, is not. You're just this like, is, this is the end of this. Yeah. Yeah. I also I briefly dated somebody who went to school a couple of hours away from where I lived, but his parents lived in the same city as me. So when he was in town, he stayed there, and we would hang out there sometimes. And they're like really religious, and Ooh. he basically like pretended to be a virgin and all this stuff but we would like fool around in their basement and i was like is this what high school is like for normal people <laughs> like this is weird and i don't like it yeah we, i mean also my parents house because i was living at my parents at the time so yeah. i was like we're just sneaking around all the time <laughs> like one time we were watching tv and we were having sex and uh my younger brother came downstairs and like walked in on it but we were like in such a position that you really couldn't tell. Yeah. And we were under the blanket, so we just had to pretend we were laying there watching TV with his dick inside of me until my brother ran away. Like, he watched like, a whole episode of a TV show with us. It was very uncomfortable. Wait, so his dick was inside you like, like half an hour of this? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. But, you know, my brother doesn't know. Yeah, well, I hope he doesn't listen to this. He doesn't. Nobody listens to this. Nobody listens to this. This <laughs> is us. I, and your mom. Yeah. Not Happy either. Mother's Day, Danny's mom. She's not listening. Did she really? <laughs> yeah. That's good for her. Yeah. Wow. So I no mean, I said so. I don't want to say what it is to me in case she starts listening. She something I said offended her, and she stopped listening. <laughs> well, as long as I wasn't the reason she stopped listening. No, no, it's not you. It's not. You. She loves you. It was something I said that offended her. Well, maybe more than just my parts. Yeah. We'll just cut you out of it. <laughs> um, I dated a girl who was back home, and she, I forget what the situation was, because she had a bedroom, but I, I guess she'd moved out for a while, and they'd, like, converted to a storage room or something. Sure, as parents do. Yeah, and either she just moved back, or maybe she wasn't planning on staying back for very long, so she was just, like, sleeping on the couch in the living room. And I remember being over at her place, and she wanted to fool around, and I had to be the one, like, your parents are, like, five feet away. Yeah. Like, they, I'm not comfortable with no. this. You're like, I would really love to, but also, I really do not want to. Yeah. If you make any kind of noise, like, they will hear this. Yes. Yeah. Not even, like, verbal noise, just, like, just the squeaking. mechanics yeah. of sex. Yeah. On a couch. Yeah. Like, God forbid, it's a leather couch and you, like, stick to it and, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you, like, pull your skin off of it. Oh. I've had sex on a leather couch before. <laughs> it happens. It's very gross, but I hear it noise. So, uh, the guy, Zeta, makes his douchey identity, and the government is searching for him uh, at this train station, and he's trying to leave town, but somebody bumps into him and just bumps, like, a ski through him. Yes. And it sticks there, which I, I like the continuity that I feel like they kind of reminded us in the last scene where she hugs him and her hand goes through. The ski shouldn't stick, though. Also, it wouldn't have gone through him because he's a solid robot with a torso. But like, could, he's got a human-shaped torso. But it it's could have gone broad. through, like, the coat or something. It, right, but it, you see it sticking out of his back. So it would yeah, have had to go that, through that doesn't really him make as a sense. robot. Yeah. And it... That does, it just doesn't add no, up. No, that part was weird. I was like, come on, guys. Yeah. Um, I know you got loose ends to tie up, but... The government attacks, and then there's a, a big fight scene, and uh, they're, they're chasing him all around. 
there's this moment I really loved where the government's got him. They're, they're looking for him. They're kind of sneaking around in this warehouse. And the head government agent says, nobody blames you, Zeta. You're malfunctioning. We can fix you. Yeah. And this gets at what I was saying before is that this is not if I mean, you can see it from their perspective that if he is a robot and you don't assign any humanity, any agency to him, he is a broken machine that needs to be fixed. Right. He does not have the option to not kill. His purpose is to kill. Right. You can't have a toaster that has decided I will no longer make toast. It's, it's broken. You throw it out and you get yeah. You go open another checking account and see if I can get your free toast. <laughs> but you can't have a machine that has decided I will no longer do my function. Right. You get rid of it or you you fix it or you do something. It cannot just say, I will not do this anymore. Right. And that kind of gets into uh, uh, kind of Kantian like duty-based... Zeta sees himself as his, he has a moral obligation. Killing is wrong. He it should not kill because killing is wrong. They're seeing it as he is a robot who's designed to kill. He has a duty to fulfill his purpose. And so his purpose is to kill. So the correct, he has moral obligation to kill. I don't even think he sees killing as wrong. Mm -hmm. Because that's not how he justifies realizing he didn't want to kill people anymore. Hmm. He didn't say, like, oh, it's wrong. He was just like, it was sad that I was taking this away from his family and away from him. So it was like almost like killing makes people unhappy. Not that it's morally wrong because he said that, oh, I have to defend myself. And, like, he was... Uh, kind of a utilitarian. But then it, it, it switches. Yeah. Like, the motivation of not killing, when he starts it, it's not because it's wrong. Hmm. But then... When he could have killed the guy, which we see like now, mm -hmm. and he doesn't, then that is because it's wrong, because it's justifiable at right. that point. That, then that gets into utilitarianism, and it, it causes the more damage to kill than to not kill, therefore I should not kill. Right. So, I mean, this is for a Saturday morning cartoon show. That's pretty heady stuff. Also, we're grown adults talking about the Saturday morning cartoon show, so... I, I like that they're ambitious, though. Yeah, with, with, especially with 27 minutes. Yeah, that's Come a on. lot to pack into 27 minutes. It really, especially with the robot and the high school and... Yeah. Wow. So, Zeta uh, steals the, the guy's gun, and there's a moment the guy's on the floor, Zeta's pointing the gun at him, and there's just kind of this long pause where you're not sure what Zeta's going to do, and then Zeta crumples up the gun, and he walks away saying... I decide what I want to be. I love that moment. Yeah, it was nice. It was good. Uh, the government then, the, the, he pulls out like, another gun, like a, an ankle holster, and starts shooting him, and all the other guys start shooting him, and they blast him off his roof. He falls backwards onto the, the ground, and they, they run over the edge, and he's there. His crumpled frame is on fire and smoking, and um, then they, they go run off the, the building to go retrieve him, and Batman spots him. It turns out he faked the fire. The fire was like a hologram. Oh, yeah. So he's actually fine. And he puts on a new identity, and he escapes. Yes. What did you think? Then Batman blows it up. Yeah, then Batman like blows up like the wall, and they so it's just like a bunch of rubble. They think it's like a self-destruct thing. They're just yes. like digging through the rubble looking for him. Yes. I thought it was very good. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Obviously, it raises a lot of questions. Yeah. With the whole, like, technology 
evolving to have agency. It's like a common theme. It's really freaky. Can yeah. it happen? Pretty close. I mean, if it mimics human behavior. Yeah. And I mean, it, it raises the question, like, at what point does a, a creature have the right to decide its actions for itself? Like, a, a toaster cannot make decisions. Does he have the right to make his own decisions about his own life? Yeah. Is he human enough? Does he have that kind of agency? Well, Alexa doesn't answer every question you ask her. <laughs> there are some things that she, like, doesn't answer. She doesn't? I think so, yeah. It's huh. like Siri, where she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, but it's not choosing to not answer. It just doesn't know the answer, or doesn't understand yeah, the question. Yeah, but it has access to all of the internet. It probably just doesn't understand the question. It's not saying you don't have the right to know that. That's true. You don't have the right to know that. <laughs> Alexa, what are the nuclear launch codes? That's literally what's going on in the White House right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> Trump's just shouting at it. Actually, I wish that that were an SNL sketch because didn't, um, what's his name, the Baldwin do uh, Alexa commercials for a while? Oh, did he? I think so. So, and he does Trump. Yeah. Put it together. SNL, come on, get at us. Come on, SNL writers. We know that we're, you listen to our podcast. Yeah. We're both comedy people looking yeah. for work. Hello. Yeah. We follow you on Twitter. Yeah. I used to work uh, very near 30 Rock, and I would sometimes see um, SNL staff writers like on the train or like walking by me at work, and I follow some of them on Twitter, like regularly see their tweets. And so there were a couple of times where I was like, hey, I know that person, like thinking that it was someone I actually knew, mm -hmm. but it was just an SNL writer, and I was like, I am embarrassing. <laughs> I am an embarrassing person to be around in general. I've got a friend who works, not on SNL, but she, she's a writer on Impractical Jokers. Oh, yeah. And yeah, she referred me to, to them. They're looking for new writers, and so hopefully maybe that'll happen someday. Hell yeah. But then I'll follow you on Twitter, but yeah. not until then. Yeah. Just kidding. I already follow you on Twitter. <laughs> At Danny Rathbun, D-A-N-N-Y-R-A-T-H-B-U-N. Next episode we're doing talking about the actual show the zeta project spun off from this yes and ran for 26 episodes not a long run show uh not amazing not as amazing as i remember it no i would say the first one we watched was better than the second one definitely this one but there's one episode and it's gonna be the one we talk about where batman shows up that's yes. why we're talking about it and this is episode eight it's called shadows and there's a little bit of, uh, I guess there's a lot of continuity with the Zeta Projects. It, it has this whole previously on the Zeta Project. There's this gigantic killer robot who's looking for Zeta. And uh, Zeta, on this show, he's made a lot more humanoid. And his, he has like an actual head with yes. like identifiable features and eyes and a mouth. Right. And he has like a normal holographic projection where he's a, Asian yeah, I'd say dude, so. yeah, in like a purple trench coat. Yes, kind of a racially ambiguous. He's that trench coat is a through line from the first episode. <laughs> he loves his trench coat. Loves a trench coat. Who doesn't? I would have loved if they kept the same character design as we saw him leaving in Batman Beyond. Yes, if that had been his identity. Like if that was because that was when he was like when he said I choose who I am, and then that was the first person he became afterwards. Yeah. Like. That feels like, oh, I'm making the choice. This is who I'm going to be. Yeah. That would have been really cool. I would have loved if they either did that 
Or because he's supposed to be in hiding, and that's his whole whole premise. He's right. hiding from the government and on the run, and he can be anyone he wants if he was continually changing identities. Yes, absolutely. That would be way more interesting. Yeah, but... But nobody asked us, so whatever. It's a also that. Uh, so this killer robot is looking for Zeta. He is on the run with this uh, young woman named Ro, who's uh, got... She's blonde, and she has this sleeveless black shirt with kind of it, it's almost like a like a um computer board where mm-hmm. the way they have like like a circuit board circuit board yeah, yeah. And they have like bits uh, instead of gold it's like white kind of white lines it's very tron yes it looks very much like something like tron also isn't row another word for salmon eggs it is there you go yeah and uh so that i bring you this podcast <laughs> Chelsea's animal corner. corner and she's got uh, like kind of flared pants, like bell-bottom pants. Right, which is, again, an interesting choice for the future. Yeah, future fashion. I think that might have been in fashion in like 2001 when this came out. They were in fashion. I yeah. had a pair of flared jeans with a lace-up crotch Yeah. that I wore in middle school that my mother <laughs> bought me to wear in middle school. <laughs> lace-up crotch. Yes. It was, they had like a brown leather, like yeah, a yeah, zigzag yeah. lace-up corsety crotch. Yeah. To be fair, I was incredibly awkward and basically shaped like a bag of mashed potatoes, so it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't a good look, but still, looking back at that, I'm like, ooh. Nobody looked good in middle school. There was like four people in Now middle. people look great in middle school. Now middle schoolers look better than I do on a daily basis. And I I'm, think? Yes, they dress like adults and do their makeup and hair and... I remember Jesus. there being like four people who were good looking in middle school, and fuck them. I hate all of them. We all yeah. tried to fuck them, that was yeah. the point. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why they... All of it. Some of them were guys. I'm like, fuck, you're good looking. Yeah. I'm not getting laid with any girls. <laughs> Might as well give this... But, hey, uh, anything's better than nothing. I don't yeah. know. This boner thing, it just keeps popping up, and I'd really like to do something with it. Yeah. I've been a virgin my whole life. I'm not sure that this is ever going away. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's kind of one of those weird things, like, to think about how long... Like, oh, I'm a virgin until this point, and then you're never a virgin ever again. Yeah. But until that point, like, you, you don't know when it's going to happen. It could be... And you also don't really know, like, what is going to happen. Like... Yeah. You just... There's no, like, s- simulator. I mean, there's masturbation. Yeah, but it's not the same. Yeah. Sometimes it's better, but it's not the same. Yeah. I just remember having this feeling of... Like, if you knew for certain, like, I'm going to have sex for the first time at this point, it'd be like, oh, okay, that's not a big deal. I can wait right. for that. But just having no idea when it's going to happen. It's like, oh, what if it never happens? Yeah. What if nobody ever... I didn't lose my virginity until I was 21. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I was 16, but... Same thing. <laughs> I totally felt like... Uh, be, when I was 16, I was like, this is never going to happen. Yeah. I'm never, ever going to have sex. Yeah. I think Mackenzie was 13. Fuck. I... I thought I was, like, pretty on top of things doing 16, but I've heard of people doing that. That's, that's too young. Yeah, I think so, too. I wasn't emotionally ready at 16. At 13, I can't even imagine. No, at uh, 13, I uh, was not. 13, I was getting internet bullied, and I got grounded for six months because I got a D on a test in my math class, so I'm definitely not ready to have sex. No. No. I didn't even... I could barely talk to girls at all. I think I, I asked like three girls out in middle school and they all said no. 
And I totally get it because I didn't know them. I didn't speak to them. I just said, like, out of nowhere, like, please, we go to this dance with me. And they're like, no, who are you? Oh, Danny. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. It's okay. But I take it, one said that. Two said I was just, like, friends with them. Yeah. And I'd never given them any indication that I liked them because I was 12. I didn't know how to to flirt. Well, yeah, you gave them an indication you liked them when you asked them on to the dance. Like, I don't know what what more are you supposed to do. (laughs) No, I remember, like, my sister dated in middle school, and her boyfriend she dated for, like, five or six years Mm -hmm. asked her out by having someone else ask for him. Oh, shit. But they dated for, like, years and years because he was just, like, shy. Yeah. But I think they were kind of friends. And that was always my, for like a, way too long, I didn't know how to ask anybody out or, or do, I, I would just try and become your friend. I just, I was one of those guys, like, maybe for friends for long enough, eventually. I was a girl when I did just, that, so. Yeah, eventually this would just slowly transition yeah. into. I think part of that just comes, like, I know for me at least, I didn't feel like, oh, I'm like, I'm not the prettiest person, like, I'm whatever, not like the social butterfly I'm just going to, like, be friends with people, and, like, that's how I would like for someone to date me, so, mm-hmm. Russell Jinjo. Yeah. Ironically, that is how Mackenzie and I started dating. <laughs> so, it works sometimes. Yeah, it worked once or twice for me. It's better than zero. Yeah. Um, Zeta Project. So, the, the robot is, uh, uh, Ro is playing a video game where she's, it's like a VR kind of game. Yes where she's a gorilla who's, like, shooting bananas at monkeys. It felt very racist, and I did not like it. <laughs> she's very white. Yes. Ro is a very white, blonde girl. I did not like that. I was like, ooh, this is, ooh. I don't think this is a race. I, don't, I know, but it's just one of those things that just, like, first of all, gorillas and monkeys wouldn't interact with that. Like, they just don't. But you also can't shoot a banana like a gun. It does not work. It's a video game within a cartoon. Whatever. I guess you could shoot bananas though. Like, what if, like, you got a banana, you could just like squeeze the end of it and pop out like in a cartoon. That'd be great. Eat it in one bite. That'd be great. I'd love it. <laughs> That's how I would eat bananas. Yeah. Um, so, Rose playing this video game while Seder watches, and she's trying to explain to him that this is fun. He doesn't understand what fun is because he's a robot, has no emotions. Right. And uh, the killer robot pretends to be. The, the front desk guy at, like, this train station. He's, like, investigating the, the train station on the computer, like, looking for where Zeta is. And he's got a hologram up pretending to be the front desk guy. And these customers come, show up with his cuckoo clock, and they say, hey, this is too big for carry-on. What can you do to, to help us to make sure it, it needs to be handled very carefully? And he just smashes it. Yes. He says, no, it will fit. Yes, that was a joke for the parents watching the show. Yeah. I like that. I did too. That made me laugh. Also, who was taking the cuckoo clock with them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who, who does that? I was like, oh, I gotta take this clock to Antiques Roadshow so they can tell me that it's worth nothing. Let me just bring this clock that's not like wrapped up in bubble wrap or in a box. Right. Or just like, like loose clock. Oh, this is my personal item. Yeah. <laughs> this is my carry-on. This is my personal item. I'm just gonna carry it the whole It's just gonna sit in my lap. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, you can't bring your skis onto the plane. <laughs> you can't bring your cuckoo clock onto the plane. Yeah. What are you talking about? How obnoxious would that be if someone actually brought a cuckoo clock onto the plane? And it was going off. It's going off every hour. 
Especially, like, imagine if you're on, like, a transatlantic flight. Oh, that'd be the worst. Da-da-da. Uh, Zeta, Zeta shrinks down, and he pretend he makes his autogram with a little boy, so he can go into this anti-gravity chamber, where he, only kids are allowed in this. He's kind of floating and flying around in this. And, uh, Killer Robot is, is walking around, and he's just narrating everything he does. Just, just when you're trying to be, your whole thing is you're like an assassin robot. Who's, incognito. Yeah, who's supposed to be disguised? He's just like infiltrating the the thing, pretending to be Zeta. I am going to go over there and kill that person. I am going to Zeta, Zeta. Yeah. Uh, so he pretends to be Zeta, and he goes up and he sees Ro, and Ro kind of leads him to to Zeta, and. Uh, once Ro sees the actual Zeta and realizes that she's not with the correct, the, the real Zeta, mm-hmm. she just throws pizza at the bad robot's face. Waste food pizza. Yeah, but that works. That <laughs> throws him off. This is like, a bad robot. Kryptonite, but yeah. it's just pizza. That happens a couple times with this robot. It's way too easily right. to throw it off. You're like, you're a bad enemy to have for a cartoon. Yeah. And uh, they, they get into this big fight. Zeta tricks him into this uh, into the anti-gravity chamber and the whole mall kind of gets smashed up and Zeta disguises himself as an EMT to escape with Ro. Meanwhile, in the Batcave, Batman sees footage of Zeta tearing up the mall and believes he's killing again. Batman bursts into the hospital and he sees Zeta standing over Ro with this machine he, he's kind of using to weld himself back together. But it, it looks kind of like a gun. Mm. Batman thinks that uh, he's going to kill Ro, so he just goes to town on him with these shock paddles, like the, the defibrillator. Yes. Uh, evil robot shows up. Batman gets knocked into a hospital room where an old woman hits him with a bedpan. That's way worse than the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Batman smashes the evil robot into the salad bar and then throws an exploding batarang at him. Then throws an exploding batarang at the salad bar, and salad launches up into the air and knocks down Batman and Zeta. That's actually how you make coleslaw. <laughs> uh, Zeta shoots bananas into the robot's eyes, and somehow this works. So video games. Yeah. This is violent video games make people kill other people. Which is the robot is bananas into people's eyes. Anything that gets in the robot's eyes, just like. That's, that aren't even, like, real eyes. Yeah. It would be like if someone throws something and they got major glass and dirty and you were like, ah, oh! I can't do anything. And passed out. Yeah. Or die. Uh, Zeta leads him into this part of the, the machine, part of the hospital with, um, it, it's like a the CAT scan or what are those things? Like, like an MRI machine. It's like a gigantic electromagnet. And they're kind of both standing in there, and he's prepared to destroy both himself and the evil robot. And But uh, Batman throws a rope around him and saves him at the last second, and the evil robot is just torn to pieces by this magnet. Okay, so we got to wrap things up here. i got to go. Chelsea's got to get to work. But um, it ends with uh, Zeta trying to tell Ro that she should go. Being around him is too dangerous. But she says this is her decision. She chooses to stay with him. Right. What do you think of the Zeta Project? Not the Batman episode, but this show. Um, 
I'd say if you want to watch one of them, I would watch the first one. Yeah. It's this better. is a lot more childish. Yeah. It's not as interesting. Yeah. And I can see why this didn't last too long and nobody remembers it. No, because I watched it a couple of days ago and it's already kind of yeah. missing bits <laughs> and pieces. Uh, so that's that's pretty much it. Um, we got to talk about where Will Friedle, uh goes on our list of uh, big list of Batman right now. We got him at number two, right under Kevin Conroy and right above Michael Keaton. I wasn't here for that decision making. Yeah, <laughs> you haven't been here in two months. I know. Um, wh- what do you think? Does he does number two sound about right? Is he good? Do you like him? Yeah, I think he's good. Hmm. I think uh, he's. Oddly distrustful of robots, but <laughs> I think that that seems fair if you're Batman. So yeah. go for it. I, I say keep him at number two. I think we're, we're on the same page there. Um, next week, we are going to be doing Scooby Doo meets Batman. Excellent. Special guest Megan Rios, Jacob's girlfriend, is going to be on the show. Josie, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, nope, just the Facebook, Wallace Wilder. Um, that's Instagram. right, Wallace, not Chelsea. Chelsea was our old co-host. <laughs> That's the same. Don't yeah. worry. And then Instagram and Twitter is at, uh, at Amalfi Broad. Um, you can find the poorly written jokes on both. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter at Danny Rathbun. I'm going to be doing some shows at some point. I'll be doing... Uh, I'm going to be at QED on... Uh, May sometime, I can't find it on my phone, uh, May 20th-ish, I'm going to be doing the Laughing Devil Comedy Festival this summer, um, and May 24th, May 24th at 9 o'clock will be a QED, at Danny Rathman, like and subscribe to the Facebook page, um, did I miss anything, is that it? You didn't, that's the whole show. Kareem! Kareem!